0: Hi, I'm Cameron, and I don't just read comics, I love them. On today's episode of Cameron Reads Comics, my friend Jesse and I are going to read The Vision by Tom King and Gabriel Walta. This series has been talked about on the podcast multiple times, and with the release of WandaVision, there was no better time than now to talk about it. So... This week, instead of reading the summary of the book, I wanted to opt out and read an excerpt special letter that Tom King wrote at the end of issue number two of the series. I think it added a really cool lens into the rest of the story that provides a light into what makes this story so special. Remember to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and now YouTube at Cameron Reads Comics. And please, please, please make sure to leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Now, here's your episode on the vision. When I was young, I didn't have much, but I had comics. Friends were hard. Sports were hard. Comics were easy. Back then, comics were something to be ashamed of. Comics were evidence that you couldn't handle the everyday of life. If you read comics, you weren't cool. If people found out you read comics, life got a little tougher on you. So, you hid it. You hid your collection, you hid your passion, you hid your nerd. The end result of all that hiding was alienation. The sadly lingering sense that what you cared about, what really mattered to you, was a thing to be mocked by everyone else. You were different, you were stupid, you were odd, you were less, you were not normal. Things have changed a bit, thankfully, but at its heart, I think comics is still a misfits medium. It's a community of outsiders, a bunch of men and women who, for a myriad of reasons, have trouble conforming to the expected form. Who seek a temporary escape from the good, hard pain that comes from pushing against the mold, hoping it'll finally break. Somehow, panels and words, spandex and punching, they magically ease all that. It doesn't make a ton of sense to me why, but I'll take it. Which brings us to beholding the vision. For me, the Vision is the chance to explore the alienation that sometimes attracts people to comics. The tension that comes from not being normal in a society that demands normality. Because whatever the Vision is, he isn't normal. But man does he want to be. The Vision created by Ultron to be a weapon, and he decided instead to be human. To be us. This decision has brought quite a bit of pain his tortured relationship with Wanda, his children's tragic fate, his death, his deaths. Still, after that, he strives to fit into society, to participate in the American dream, to raise a family in the suburbs, to build a better world. To be like everyone else, I think he probably knows it's impossible, but because he's a hero, he doesn't know how to stop himself from pursuing the impossible. Vision's quixotic quest for the normal will be the central theme of this book. We will look at how the world reacts to his noble attempt, how that reaction warps him and his family, sometimes for the good, sometimes for the bad. It is a tale of blood and kisses, of brothers and sisters, daughters and sons, husbands and wives, of betrayals and high school, and guns and lasers and bureaucrats and avengers and neighbors, and suspicion and robots, red-skinned robots peacefully living among us, red-skinned robots trying to live peacefully amongst us. Hopefully in the end, if I do it right, it's a tale of you and me. Okay, welcome back, Jesse. We're just getting into it, baby. Hi, Cam. What a what a great day for a podcast to be recorded.
1: Absolutely, I think it's always a treat when we're recording.
0: It is again I, for those that know we are recording at the world famous Canvas Bike Eat and Surf Shop. You are going to hear PCH, but for my wet for my East Coasters, that's what it sounds like. PCH, yeah.
1: I don't think you could really. I mean, in our other episodes, when motorcycles drive by, you can definitely hear them, but.
0: Yeah, you know, if, if you hear some hums and rattles, that's, that's people driving. Um, okay, so... Hey, we, hold on, hold okay. on, hold on.
1: Before we get started, right, because you and I have talked about, you and I and other guests have talked about uh, so much hip-hop before, can we take a second to say rest in peace uh, to Daniel Dumoulin, yes, a.k.a. King Ghidor, a.k.a. King Ghidorah, yeah. a.k.a. Victor Vaughn, a.k.a. Yeah. Metal <laughs> Fingers, A.K.A. Metal Face, the one and the only MF Doom.
0: Yes, actually, that's... I'm so glad you brought that up. I mean, he's the world's greatest supervillain. He is. He is. Like, it's so sad.
1: I mean, we talked about Zarface, and we've talked about other hip-hop acts before, you and I. And he is... He has a style that I don't think will ever be replace
0: Yeah, I the way I uh, I would describe him because I wasn't the hugest MF Doom fan, but like I really kind of describe him as like asymmetrical hip hop because the way his beats and his lyrics like tie together is just like it shouldn't work, but it really does.
1: A lot of times when people first listen to him, they're like, he's not even rhyming because he rhymes words that don't necessarily go together. Yeah, but that's the genius that is MF Doom.
0: Yeah, he's brilliant. and
1: He is a legend and. May he rest in power.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, like, also, I don't know, in just, in just the comics level, I love Dr. Doom, and to have someone create a moniker based on that. Yeah. I not even know his name was Daniel Dumoulin, yep. which is the coolest. I, like, love that. Yeah, right? I'm like, oh, my gosh.
1: I had to get that out of the way, because we had to pay some respects to the, the world's greatest supervillain being a comic podcast, and yeah. us being fans of hip-hop, right? Yeah. Like...
0: And to tie it back to our fa- my favorite hip-hop superhero artist, or... Art, musical artist, rap artist, Czarface. They did a collaborative album together, and they it's did. so good.
1: It's it's, it's my favorite Zarface album is uh, that album for sure. Yeah, yeah so. and I could have gone his his AKAs. He's got so many. That was like that was like eight, right? But if you go through his collaborations, JJ Doom and oh yeah, uh, you know like Danger Doom and Czar Doom, basically if yeah. you want, or you know the ones with Ghostface Killer, and it just goes on and on. I, I, those are just the ones that he's known by. Yeah crazy
0: man every hero needs a villain so that's right and he was the greatest one ever he was he was anyways carrying on thank you for for putting that in i I had had to yeah it's great it's great um so i guess i guess no we read the vision this week by tom king and gabriel walta uh we we already kind of dabbled in talking about it already but now we're here and this is the time where we kind of get to talk about Everything we feel about this book.
1: Yeah, and it really, like, it's going to encapsulate everything that we've been talking about the last couple episodes that we've had. And I don't know that there is any other, like, books that would, we would necessarily need to read mm-hmm. to kind of, like, finish this arc yeah. of Wanda and Vision and going into the WandaVision show. I think we've nailed all the, like, greats. Yeah, right? especially, like,
0: the the big, the heavy hitters, for yeah. sure. And so, like, I don't know. I'm actually very... Like it was, it was unintentional, but I'm kind of like very proud of the arc that we've taken to get <laughs> to the vision. Cause like this, I've, I mentioned this series in like the very first episode of camera reads comics, because that was, we read Mr. Miracle by Tom King. And I think that this book is really what, what gave him fame, like what made Tom King's name known. And then like it, it is his style completely. It's, it's, it's a perfect representation of who he is as a writer.
1: Was Mr. Miracle done after this?
0: yeah okay gotcha yeah but it's like he takes frankly like a b-list character and he just really digs deep in them and actually and if you're listening to the podcast now i actually wrote the intro already and tom king wrote a letter about uh like in issue number two it might be in your copy but in issue number two he wrote a letter about like what this series was going to be and how intentionally he uh was crafting it and like It was so beautiful and, like, well done. He's like, I just want Vision to have – Vision's, like, had such a weird life and he's a robot and really what he wants to do is be normal. And so this book in every aspect is Vision just trying to live a normal life but, like, without the comprehension of humanity because he's not human. Right. And so it was really well done. The letter? Uh, yes. I mean, the entire book is really well done. Yeah, exactly. But I meant the book. But yeah, the letter was good, too.
1: <laughs> I didn't know whether he meant his, like, forward on episode or, like, you know, issue two or the after the book is, it's an absolute, like, master class. Yeah. It really is.
0: Okay, so let's just get into it. How'd you like it?
1: Uh, it's my second read through and I, I loved it the first time. I loved it even more the second time.
0: I think that context helps so much. The context of,
1: of already knowing, you mean? Mm-hmm. I think that and the context of us reading all the kind of uh, Vision Wanda stories in the last couple months has really, was really like, it really, you know, kind of wrapped it all up. I understood so much more what was going on Where mm-hmm. the first time I, I read it. Like, I I, I I might not have understood some of the, like, intricacies that he put in the story, which the second read was...
0: Yeah, like so good, dude. And uh, you know who really sticks out to me in this one and throughout the arcs is actually like Agatha Harkness. Uh, yes. So the first read through Ag- Har-
1: Agatha Harkness, yeah, like she's there, but I didn't know really
0: what to make of her, right? Yeah, it was kind of she's just in like the first issue or whatever is just dropped in there and like she ate the weird flower. And it's like, what? And the first time you uh, the first time I read it, she reads
1: the re- weird flower, and then obviously, you know, you have to someone has to ingest the flower, and then you have to murder whoever ate the flower right and the first time i was like gosh she's killing this cow what the fuck's wrong with her like what's going on you know and now i was like oh i get just her in general i i I get it but the book i mean just the like the like narration throughout which i was confused is there there multiple narrators i think so there is right because at one point i think it's agatha narrating yes the like wanda part and then it's you know it's um What's his wife's name? Uh, Vivian. Yeah. Right. Is it v- Viv? Vi- no, it's or Viv Victoria. Vic- it's Victoria, right? So yeah. it's it's Vision. All V names. Viv, like, what the heck? Victoria, Virginia, and then yeah. his brother
0: is. Oh, uh, Victor. Yes, it's got Victor, Victor Mancha. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, it's it's Virginia. That's his wife's name. Virginia Slims. And then they have a dog. I think his name is Sparky. I don't know. The dog, I love the dog. The
1: part's wacky, right? Like they <laughs> fucking, you know. I get zapped and like oh. just, even that's i mean the book has done so well even when i mean i'm jumping all over the place here but like You're fine. even when he's you know like cutting the dog's brain out he's just so like he th- feels like that's what he needs to do at the time to give his family this robot dog and it's like it's like brutal but at the same time it's what vision needs to do what he thinks he needs to do yeah. for his family because that seems human to him would be to bring them a pet dog home. Fuck. It's good.
0: This movie or this book reminds me of movies I've been watching. Like I've been on Jesse's been hearing this and I think I talked about it last week with Hannah, but I've been on a huge uh, Sam Mendes kick. And so I just think if this was a it's like this is American Beauty in Revolutionary Road like in a comic
1: I am shaking my head yes because look, it is 100% American Beauty. Yeah it, it really is. It's
0: like yeah the entire thing is like look closer it's like what looks to be a picturesque family is actually so fractured and it's but it's like so magnificent. It's
1: it's, it's it is the way that it, the art style and the writing and the narration and like it's all so like hauntingly beautiful and like fucked up. Yeah. And like, it's so good, man. It is so good. And like, you can see that like brokenness too later on in the book when the neighbor comes over to look for the dog, mm-hmm. which has been killed. Yeah. <laughs> he comes over to look for the dog and Virginia's like, Oh, come on in. Do you want to come and look for the dog? And he's like, that's not necessary. But yeah. She's like, come in anyways. And he walks in and the house is destroyed. And he's like, what the fuck is going on yeah. here? He's like, I should leave. Yeah. I should get out of here. Right. And then he picks up the captain America lighter Man, it's it's it, it's a masterpiece. It really is.
0: Okay, actually, you talked about the art. My next question would just be like, I think that this book, it, the art especially, and a big shout out to Gabriel Walta and Jordi Belair who does the colors because I thought it was all one. It looks like the whole thing's watercolor. But it does it's not it, it, it,
1: between the like soft lines mm-hmm. and like the pastel kind of
0: like it does look like watercolor. It's 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 amazing. It's, and, it really is. So like. I feel like Gabriel Walter's style is very much something that like wouldn't make sense for the big two. You know what I mean? Like I think the art in this book is just one of those lightning in a bottle circumstances where it is just absolute – it nails it. Like perfect – like all the lines are just where they need to be mm-hmm. and like the art – the tone that the art set is so exclusive to this book because remember we, we've read now you know, uh, Olivier Coype. Coy, Quayle Colbert did uh, House of M. We did David Finch on uh, Avengers Disassembled, but this style is so completely different than those. This is—I feel like it's not a Marvel in-house style, but for this book, it works so well.
1: It had to be done. I, I believe that it had to be done like that. Yeah. Whether he picked the artist because he knew what the story was going to be and he needed that, like it had to be done like this. It's really um, like comparing it to something. I've read a lot of like The Walking Dead before, and it's mm. like that kind of. Indie, Walking Dead, you know, a lot of the facial expressions are always pained and like, you know, it's just it's I mean, it's not black and white, but it's similar to that kind
0: of art style. You mm-hmm. know I mean? It's I think like a Tony Moore or a Charlie Adler for my Walking Dead fans. Um, yeah, I totally agree. And like, oh, and in the in the in the, the color palette they did, it wasn't like over excessive with colors. It's very kind of like you're saying soft and like neutral. It was just so good.
1: Yeah, they use. Um. They use that to their advantage in some, in some points, you know, when she's talk, whenever she's talking or not, she, not, not Virginia, but Virginia or vision are talking to like the cops and they're telling the story. It, it goes to like an orange, like, uh, yeah. what's it like sepia yeah. kind of color. Or like when it's Agatha, I think it's black and white. Mm-hmm. And if it's not black and white, it's very muted. Mm-hmm. And it helps like with Agatha as a couple pages as she kills that cat. Like it, there's bread splatters of blood everywhere and. Yeah, man. Even when, even when, like the Avengers come in later in the book, the way that they're all drawn,
0: it's so good. Yeah. Which also, when is this? Is a newer book. This is newer book. Um, it is. I think when you look at the Avengers roster, you can kind of tell like well, what time can, it was. Yeah, because Thor's the
1: it's, it's female. Yeah, Thor.
0: female Thor. Uh, it's so I think this happened at, during the time of. All new, all different Avengers, where they're kind of swapping other teams. Like Kamala Khan is a member of the Avengers at the time, mm-hmm. and uh, female Thor. I'm sure that if we got a better look at Captain America, it would it would have been. Uh, I don't think he's in here. Like Falcon, Cap, Cap though. You know well, what I mean? Ma- no, Cap- Falcon is. Yeah,
1: so it's actually like, that makes sense. If Falcon's here, that would explain why Captain America is not here. Yeah, please. exactly. Okay, gotcha. So
0: okay. it it would have been like Falcon Cap or anything. So. That that was the time. It's new. I think. I don't know. I think this is twenty. Let's twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say the last five years. Sure, right.
0: Yeah. Um. And so this is actually funny enough. One of my first Marvel stories I ever read. Like, cause Jesse Jesse knows that I've. I've been in the comics for a long time, but I've been exclusively DC for like you know the first half, first leg of the journey. Jesse knows, and so does everybody.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Cam is a DC fanboy. Let's be honest here. And
0: so when I heard about this series, everyone's like, "You need to read it." And you hear the hype surrounding something, and I was like, "Whatever, I'll go pick up the first trade, Picked it up," and I was like, "Wow, this is really good." And like it's a, it's intimidating to go into a B list character, and you know not know. I'm like, I don't know who Wonder Man is at the time. Like I don't know who Agatha.
1: I mean, I still. Even on the second read-through, I still was unclear who Wonder Man was. But Wonder Man is – okay, so Wonder Man is, like, who Ultron used for Vision's mind? Yeah. I don't understand Okay, that. so like, think about- – Didn't Ant-Man – wasn't Ant-Man or the one that made
0: Vision good, basically, right? I don't – Hank Pym, the way I think about it, I kind of combined a lot of origin stories in my head. Hank Pym created Ultron. And so then Ultron was trying to be a sentient being a part, rule the world, whatever he's Ultron. The and then guy. he created, and then Ultron eventually created the vision, vision and he wanted vision to be like a synthesoid. And so what happened was he, he merged the consciousness of wonder man who was an Avenger at the time. Right. In the same way, think about the age of Ultron, how they used Jarvis as the sure. template. So they used, uh, it's, it's about Jarvis for, uh, wonder man. They used his consciousness and then they used, uh, you know, I don't know, non- mumbo jumbo robot <laughs> comic book nonsense. And so he has the consciousness of Man and Ultron. And then I think the way I really like the idea that he just used his consciousness to go, you know, one one step further than Ultron. You know what I mean? He's like they're Ultron thinks that humans are the problem. They need to be wiped out. Vision's like they're not the problem. Like they are, you know, they, they need to be saved. And so that's that's the difference, and that's kind of where he set himself apart from Ultron. And that's really about as much as I as I understand the character. Mm-hmm. And now he's at this point where he's seeking to understand humanity and longing for acceptance.
1: Yeah, he's. I mean, dude, it's just he's living in the suburbs in Washington D.C., working for the. United States government, we're on, right? Yeah, yeah, we're on. Keep looking at that thing. You're making me nervous.
0: Oh, you're. It's okay, guys. Behind the scenes, um, my thing will stop and start, and like get. If you ever listen to my episodes of the Russell that go over an hour, it'll start. You'll hear buzzing, and so I just make sure I can tell when it's happening. Gotcha. That's all I'm doing. But I mean, back to the ranch. Yeah, he he's
1: it's they're a suburban family, and they're trying to fit in and be human. And I mean, it's just they're not you know yeah. like when 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 uh uh gee, what's his name like there's so many Vs. Vic. it's no, it's, it's vic it's vic vic asks viv like hey am i normal because the kids at school i mean they're robots and they're in school yeah they're robots yeah. and they're in school and like the professor or the professor the like uh principal when when uh vic gets into a fight with ck yeah because he's being antagonized.
0: Because CK is a freaking punk. He is a punk, right? But,
1: and we'll go back to that here. But the principal's like, yo, man, like, your children, talking to Vision in Virginia, are weapons. Yeah. Like, are they not? What do you want me to do? They can shoot lasers out of their face. Yeah. Like, I can't have a kid bring a, a gun to school, mm-hmm. but your kids are guns. Yeah. It, there's just so many small things like that where. You know, and then Vision starts talking to the principal like, oh,
0: yeah. you can't
1: talk to me that way. I've saved Earth 37 times and you wouldn't be here if it wasn't for me. But he's always so like put together – you know, he's, he's a robot. Like, he's,
0: he's robot. He's like deadpan, but you – and that's Walter. You know what I mean? He just does a great – the artist does a great job of really like showing his deadpan – I'm like deadpan face. It was,
1: is there an episode that you can get through that you don't hit your mic?
0: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm passionate. <laughs> I'm like – but he – you know he's deadpan, but you can you can read it in his tone. You know, and yeah. it's so it's so good, and so, that's like one of my favorite scenes in the whole book when he's talking to the principal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I mean the whole book.
1: I, you know, I, I know you're going to ask me the question. What's your favorite part? The yeah. whole book is my favorite part. Really? I mean, it yeah. really, it really, really is. I mean, I do have some other parts that I really like. You know, I you know I thought about after I read them, but the whole book. I recommend it so much to everybody. It's so good, dude. Yeah, yeah. It, it will go over people's heads because if you don't understand who they are, but maybe people who are, who've been listening to this and they want to watch the WandaVision show, after you watch the show, read the book. It's so good. Right? Yeah. It's so good. But even like the choices that they make to me, um, it seems like, you know, when he's writing, he wants to say, well, is this, you know, a black and white choice or is this, do you, was this the wrong choice? Like when, when, um, What's the – what's the who's the dude that comes in and gets killed? The bad guy. Wonderman's brother. Oh, uh, yeah. Reaper. It's – yes, thank When the you. Reaper comes in and like zaps uh, Viv. <laughs> Is it Viv? Vic, Vin. I got it written down. I had to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Viv. Viv, Viv, and Vic.
0: Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's really so many.
1: When she comes in – when he comes in and, and zaps Viv and then, you know, Virginia – It was almost like she accidentally killed him. I mean, she killed him with the intent of... I would argue it's accidental. You know, but to me, like, that's her family.
0: She's defending her family. Someone came into my house and shot my daughter. I would kill them. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't think, you know, they painted that really well. Like, it wasn't... She wasn't necessarily wrong. The wrong thing to do is try and hide it.
1: Yeah, then she tried to hide it, but they make her feel as her character. Like, oh, no, oh, no, what have I done? What have I done? Why, you know, I have to hide this from the vision. Which man? She didn't have to. She could have just told the
0: truth. Oh my gosh! And then she—well, we can—we're spoilers, but yeah, of course, there's she, spoilers. She she goes into his head and like edits. She changes his like I don't know his his mind sequence or whatever to change that his memories.
1: Yeah. So. Oh. She hacks into his brain a yeah, couple times, yeah. multiple times. Right. And uh, upon my first read through, I thought that that might actually just be her lying to cover her tracks to keep him safe. But on the second one, I was like, no, she hacked into his brain.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like he trusted her. He puts safeguards in place for everything that he does. Right. He's yeah. a meticulous robot, but he didn't put a safeguard in place for his wife. Who he trusts, yeah. Who he shouldn't, because she is based off of Wanda.
0: But he he loves Wanda. I you know? know he loves Wanda. And you know it's crazy too. I, it blew my mind at the end. Sorry if I interrupted you, but no, her, not at all. Her ending up with Wonder Man. Yeah, I, it made sense. It does make sense, but it's like it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking.
1: Yeah. So just, I'm sure you, you're going to explain this with your intro, but Virginia is based off of Wanda's consciousness, just as. The vision is based off of w- Wonderman's consciousness. Mm-hmm. So Virginia is just as broken as Wanda is. Oh yeah, you know what I
0: mean. Literally, like, and that, and I love that they spent like, and they gave an entire issue to that.
1: The the flashback of them too.
0: Oh uh, yeah, of like her. Yeah, it's like or of, of him making. I think Wanda gave a file of her consciousness. To To Vision. Vision, yeah. Because they broke up. Yeah, that entire idea, I'm like, that was perfect. It it, it was a great part of the story, too, because they tell that
1: chapter, and that chapter, I mean, they they end up um, not together anymore because the Vision, this is going to go right back into the MCU, the Vision dies, Mm -hmm. right? And when he comes back as ghost vision, I guess, all white yeah. vision. He's like, I'm not your, I'm, you know, he's talking to the kids. He's like, I'm not your father and I'm not your husband. Like I'm some, I'm I've, new. I'm, I'm new. It's, it's the same thing that James Gunn said about Groot and baby Groot. Yeah. Groot's dead. Baby Groot is another Groot. It's mm-hmm. the same with vision, right? Vision's yeah. like, yo man, that old vision's dead. I don't, that's, I'm not that guy. Mm-hmm. So that's why she left, right? She's like, I can't, I can't then. I can't with you. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's still vision.
0: It, yeah, let's be honest. it's a it's a robot. It's a robot, man. Well, man, maybe we're gonna see that. I think that's what's gonna happen now. I think
1: that's what I've been saying. Yeah, is that he he'll he'll end up coming back, and he'll they they gotta do the ghost vision, dude, and like the all white vision. Well, they
0: kind of did it like they they played it, at it. They
1: did, but it was like not. It was like very short.
0: It's very subtle.
1: You know what I mean? If, but he, I,
0: if you're not looking, you'll miss it.
1: Yeah. I think when it comes back, you got to do that and you got to kind of make him like, I don't know, you know, maybe that same story arc. Like, I'm not the guy that that loved you. Yeah. And then at some point, you know, I think that's what
0: WandaVision is going to be. Right. I agree. And like oh well, wait for my for my fans too we're talking about in Avengers Infinity War when Thanos rips out Vision's uh Gym. G- Infinity Stone or yeah. whatever he you look at look at Vision's color change that's what we're talking about the ghost vision he like goes gray he goes gray yeah he doesn't have any of in his the colors in the comic book he's
1: very white it's Yeah. All, his cape every, it's, everything's white
0: is ghosty. um space okay. ghost i ghost-y was ghost. another question for you shoot them off. okay wait actually with the school i want to go back to talk about the kids in the school yeah how'd you feel about the whole ck arc and I mean, like even, how that tied in
1: even before the ck arc i mean um vic is almost getting bullied by the girl who types on her l- laptop like are you normal
0: yeah it's like, and, oh. and,
1: and, and, and the question of the whole book literally man is what is normal yeah literally am i normal are you normal here's no. always my thing too like people are weird right everybody's yes. weird in their own way i'm a i'm weird yeah i'm a weirdo. weird shit right <laughs> And if anybody was actually normal, wouldn't they just be weird? Because they're they're the normal one, right? Uh, all of us weirdos would be looking at them like, "Yo, you're weird, man." Yeah, right. So everyone, there is no normal. It's I, like impossible to be normal.
0: I think that if, I, in my experience, not not to get preachy, but like anyone who who you think looks like they have it together doesn't have it together. No. I think we're all like we're all just trying to do the best we can. But to assume normalcy or to project normalcy onto someone else is false it's wrong
1: yeah and you know so vic's being bullied a a little bit with the am i normal and you know the whole ck thing you know like he what i got from it was he actually cares about viv right yeah they're lab partners and he kind of has like a thing he's a boy crush you know what i mean for this weird robot chick yeah and when he comes up and starts talking to vic he uh you I, know, I, it, it was almost like you know this like machismo thing, right? Where he's like, "Hey, where's your sister?" And he's like, "Vic was not, he's not answering because he knows where she's at. She's blasted in half, right? She's mm-hmm. she's half of a body. She's tr- her, you know, the vision's trying to repair her, and he's a little bit, uh, he's a little bit touchy with that. And when uh, CK realizes that, he gets, you know, it's like he kind of starts to bully." a bit and he was like hey man I'm, don't be a dick i'm just asking you she's my lab partner like are you gonna help me out someone's gonna help me finish my papers yeah and as much as he's coming across as like the bully in that scene it was you know it was two high school kids talking shit to each other basically yeah you know? pretty... and, and then vick's like nah dog i'm a robot i'll break your fucking neck. oh
0: my gosh yes it was and like I think that the way that they – because that art could have – The way that I
1: just said that too is like I'll break your fucking neck. Yeah. But in the book, the, the narration that's popping up is he's talking about how he studied human anatomy. Oh, and yeah. he knows that Viv told him if you press this button behind the like carotid artery yeah. hard enough, like the brain will shut off. Like he's a robot. So he's doing it systematically, not just like, yo, I'll snap your neck. Yeah, he's but... doing it like as he's holding him up by the throat, He's he's thinking of what he's going to do and then he drops him on the floor and it's –
0: and then then we go to the principal's office, which is a great scene. Um but we were saying the I think that the way they they made CK's arc like blend in with the entire thing was like brilliant. It's like,
1: it's brilliant and it matches the rest of the book. It's just beautifully haunting because he has a schoolboy crush on Viv and once he and once he t- when they're walking in the rain, which is a great great like scene yeah. if you will. He's like, "You're a machine. You shouldn't don't you need an umbrella?" And she says, "No, it just goes right through me."
0: Yeah, and then that—that that being a theme the entire time, because
1: he calls her cool, like you're, you're, you know, I think yeah, you're yeah, cool, yeah. or you're so yeah. cool, or something like that. And, and then, then she, in turn,
0: has a this weird crush yeah, yeah. on CK because she's like, "Wow, I'm being, you know, accepted, or whatever." And then the because I, it could have just been her and CK, but then the way they tied it into Virginia and the or the Reaper, his dad being the one. Who's blackmailing her yeah, blackmailing her and,
1: and the thing too with the black- the blackmail is it's it's really like you know it really you know just is in theme with the whole story he doesn't want money, yeah, he no. doesn't want like a pardon or what, he doesn't want anything from from vision he knows he's an Avenger. he just wants them to leave his neighborhood,
0: yeah, which is you know it's unfortunate, but it's for for all those perspectives that we have like i guess. Against the vision's lifestyle, just the family mm-hmm. they're none of them are like wrong. i i don't blame anyone for feeling the way they do no you're very you, they're very empathetic characters that's why the story works so well it really does you know what i
1: mean and and then so what ends up happening in that scene he's just telling uh the vision family to leave because they're really not welcome because I mean you know he 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 almost killed his kid in school. Mm-hmm. And the kids are weapons, right? And uh, Virginia gets aggressive, and he pulls out a gun and shoots at her, and she phases, and the bullets go through her. And yeah. CK is walking down the stairs, and he shoots him like five times in the and head. He kills Ugh. his own
0: son, man. Yeah, and I think the fact that she phased too was so brutal, like like beautiful tragedy, because that's what the conversation CK was having with. Uh, Viv. About the rain. He's like, literally, it's like, oh, wow, she just phases through, it phases, it goes right through me. And then yeah. it's like, boom, the bolts go through and like, and, oh Yeah, like the same, that's, the book's, it's done so well, it's done so well. I'm like, we all need, you know, who? I'm, I'm thinking now and I'll just head on air, you know, who? You, don't return this book to me, you know, who you should give it to is Jared. Yeah, I should. Yeah, just go give it to Jared. I feel
1: like he, uh, just for him though, I, I want him to watch WandaVision. Maybe a yeah. couple weeks of it, you mm. know, which we're going to get two episodes on uh, yeah. that first day, which is great. Friday. this yeah. Friday. So I'm excited. But I think I want to let him watch a couple of those and then give him this maybe. Yeah. You yeah.
0: Know? All right. It's so team, it's man. kind of
1: in the like hole. Like he yeah. gets it. I feel like if I just give it to him now before that, he'll just be like, oh, cool.
0: Oh, my gosh. i, was, uh, <laughs> I was like, OK. He's uh,
1: going in the pile over there in the corner.
0: Yeah. Right. Um, OK, then. Oh, when it comes to the Avengers, how do you think that Vision stands like? power level wise like we, did you buy that pretty much did you buy that fight
1: yeah I, yeah yeah i bought the fight i know maybe you're a little eye roll but I, I, i've I, talked I think, about this before on the podcast yeah because i was saying what a wiener he is in the movie. He's portrayed as so weak in the movies and it's so, he to me I'm, not, I'm i'm gonna base this off of um like the mcu and the Avengers that people are are yeah. familiar with. Let's just say because the, they're the staple team, right? Yeah, the staple team. Because there's a lot of Avengers. There's yeah. everyone's been an Avenger, and a lot of the new Avengers. If you put them in the top like ten, you'd be like, I don't know, I don't know how that is, yeah, like right, like who is that even? But for me, I I, I think like we can talk about this. Yeah, weird, but like right, Thor's probably the most not, powerful. Yeah,
0: Thor, Hulk, right? I don't, I don't know, Hulk's. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know who's stronger. I want to say Thor stronger than Hulk, but you know, I'll, I'll give it to Hulk. So if we're just like, let's just
1: spitball top five. Like yeah. Thor,
0: Hulk, Wanda, for sure, dude. Yeah. They're different powers. That's what makes them so. so right. I'd put Wanda at like top three, for sure hands. For yeah. sure. Uh, Captain Marvel. Nah, she's not. She's like five or six. Okay. But still five or six. I think right? Vision is top three too. I, right. V- Vision, Doctor Strange. It's
1: kind yes, of those it's like, different. it's kind of those like. You know, their powers aren't, like, with Doctor Strange and Wanda. Yeah. They're not strength power. They're, like, world-altering power. Yeah. Like, they will fuck you up because they can manipulate everything. Yeah. So I think Vision is in in the top five. And I think he, in the movies especially, he's been grossly underused.
0: Well, and... and, Well, hopefully now we'll get... We're going to get some more... Just specifically Vision content now, which is... Something to look forward to. But I think, I think actually in Avengers Age of Ultron, they did a really good job kind of showing how powerful he is. Or at least just a hint. Um Civil War, they didn't. He was he was I was like, where he's the heaviest hitter in either I know, group. I know, right? Um I'd say, oh, here's here's my list. Thor number one, number two is probably oof. Let's I uh I
1: put Hulk there because that's always like the argument. He's like strong. He, he's strong, right?
0: He's like, yeah, he's the tank. Um but I'm like Mjolnir in itself, just being able to wield and throw and, and lightning. Thor a
1: god. I, yeah, understand that. He's, May, he's top of it. He I, is top of
0: it. Iron Man's not on the top. Cap's not at the top. Thor number one. Then I don't know who number two is. Maybe I, Vision doesn't seem right. Maybe Scarlet Witch. I think so. Scarlet Witch. Then I just go Vision, and then frankly, Doctor Strange right after that. Right. You know, and then Hulk, Captain America, whoever. But sure. Those are mine. I think I am going to think that over for a long time. Right. Spider
1: Man's so, got to be in there somewhere, right?
0: Yeah, uh, he's uh, not for most powerful, but like because then when you think of the strategy ability, right. Cap would be above Spider Man, sure. you know? Yeah. Like, and then Tony Stark is in there somewhere, yeah, for but, sure. But yeah, you know, yeah, we we see where we're coming from. So
1: he eventually, I mean, he has to go. He doesn't need to fight the Avengers. He needs to. Well, if we back it up a little bit, his brother. Victor Macha, yeah, who is basically Vision 2.0, right? Ultron made him as well to yeah. destroy the Avengers, just like he did. Oh, hold on. Time out. The best part is when he's going through the 37 times that he saved yes. the world. And eight of them are Ultron. Oh,
0: yeah. And I love that. It's
1: like, number one, Kang the Conqueror. Number two, like you know, whoever, you know, number three, Ultron, number four, Ultron, number five, Ultron again. And yeah. then there's another 10 and then number 26, Ultron, number 28, there, yeah. Ultron. Yeah. Number 32, Ultron.
0: Yeah. Like Ultron it's, just
1: keeps coming, right?
0: Yeah. And, yeah. I like Ultron. Um, I don't know. But I haven't read any Ultron stories. That's what's funny.
1: So uh, Victor Mancha is, he's basically Vision, but he- Ultron made him to be human. He gave him like human organs that are still you know, robotic, but I mean, he's very much human. And I think if I had to pick a favorite character in the book, he was one of my favorite characters because he was so different. He's in that group of robots, which Mm -hmm. is, you know, the visions. And he is basically a vision, but he's not. He's way more human in the way he tries to connect with each one of them is not like a robot, how Vision would. He tries to connect with the kids yeah. as a, like, big brother human. Yeah, it's the, yeah. He's doing what Vision wants to do, but Vision can't do it because of, like, his coding. Yeah. Right? He thinks too, like, analytically, where Victor is actually speaking with, like, human emotion.
0: Yeah, yeah. And the, absolutely. And, like, the way – because it's cool too, though, because they there's, there's that give and take between Victor and Vision because Vision – wants the humanity that Victor has right. and Victor wants, you know, I guess the power or just like the, yeah, just the ability that vision has. Like, you know, there's a mutual, when they were talking about, cause I've never read Avengers AI, but when they were talking about it, yep. he's like, I was so honored, you know, to be on this team with this guy that I really, you know, care about. Yeah. And it's cool too, man. Cause they show him and then they show him
1: and he's fucked up too. Cause he's addicted to vibranium. Yeah. Which I did not know was a thing, but I guess if you're, uh, you know, on like non-organic the vibranium can power you it's like heroin yeah and like when he sees virginia playing the piano that was yeah yeah gifted from wakanda i think it had the vibranium yeah the vibranium uh like uh, strings he's like yo and he gets in there and
0: he's all like oh yeah
1: gapped out he's that yeah so what ends up happening is uh is victor kills Vic. vic vic oh but the reason that the vision has to go through the Avengers was Victor was sent there by the Avengers to spy on his brother because no one else would have been able to.
0: Yeah.
1: And so it's a great part of the book when he's got to go, you know, he's, he's basically trying to go kill Victor who's being held in in a cell and he just keeps telling the Avengers, you know, whether you let me go or not, Mm -hmm. like I don't need your permission. Like I'm coming through all of you. And one of my favorite moments, because it's just a Spidey moment, is when the first time he says that, and Spider-Man just goes, oh, poop. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like, we're going to fucking fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we are fighting this guy. Yeah. So, let me ask you a question. When the Vision, because he does this to uh, uh, half the team, when he phases through their chest and then unfazes, and he's basically
0: punching through them? Yeah. Is he killing him? No, no, no. He uh, That... No, I think he has a lot more control than that. But I think that, you know, he's changing his, what's, what's his it? mass, his mass. He's, yeah. sh- he's it's not like, you know, because on one half, it's like, does that hurt anyone? If you're no. it, just going through him, but no, no, no.
1: But see what he's doing is he's going through them. And then once his hands through, he's becoming solid again.
0: Yeah, I think I don't think he's killing them because when he pulls out, there's not there's one big gaping hole in their chest, you know, uh, I, it makes me think of like Kitty Pride when she, when she does it to robots or something. You know, when she does it to tech, it just makes the tech explode. I think it's like kind of like that, but with, I guess, our internal organs, it doesn't feel very good.
1: Yeah, because he does it to like all of them. He does it to Black Panther, he hits Beast. Yeah.
0: Like... I, going back to the question, I think that was incredibly believable. Like that sequence happening. Um, like him, that's why I asked, where does he stand power level with the Avengers? Because I'm like, I totally believe that entire sequence. I think he could take him out.
1: Yeah, he could take him out, and he had a reason, and he he was driven to get through them.
0: Yeah, he was justified. They were justified. Yeah, it's, it's just It's great. It's great. It and, then and then when he goes in to kill him, Virginia's there because she knew he was going to get through him, and she just walked through, and then she kills him. And then she kills him, and it was – the way I'm oh, – that was a perfect moment, too, because it – It almost – he almost went too far. And then his wife being the one that went too far because she's been the one going too far this entire time was the perfect choice. And she – right? She went too far because she's Wanda. Yeah. Right? Yep. Absolutely.
1: Uh, What was up when he pulls off Wanda's necklace and she like falls? I don't remember. She's trying to stop him before he goes into Victor's cell. And she's like, I love you. You know me. You know." And he – he says something visionary and he right. grabs her necklace and he pops it off. And when he pops it off, she like collapses to the floor. Is that like a source of her power?
0: Probably could be, could be it like, you know, get gets an item. I It's probably subject to her Scarlet Witch series that was just starting at the same time. Um, it was probably some, some trinket to hone her abilities kind of like. I think it. Yeah. I think.
1: Yeah. The other lady gave it to her.
0: Okay. So after that technical difficulty. We are back and Jesse with your final question. What would you rate the story out of 10?
1: I'm not going to, uh, you know, I don't want, you know, I don't, I don't throw around the big numbers too often. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and very rarely, are you going to find something that's a 10, but this book in my mind is a 10 and it's, there's no question.
0: It's a 10. perfect 10. It is. Wow. Is there
1: things that could be done better? Is there, are there things that this book borrows from? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it very much is American Beauty, and you can tell that. Oh, yeah. But I don't care. It's like one of the best books I've ever read, right? Yeah. Like, to me, this is a 10. I love Saga. Saga is a 10 for me. Yeah. Um, but that's also a much bigger body of work. This, for 12 issues, Yeah. Yeah. is a 10 undoubtedly no question everyone should go and read it
0: i think that yeah no i think this one is a 10 absolutely uh of course everyone would know i'd rate it a 10 but i think just on top of it like it being it set off to tell the story that it wanted to tell and it did it well like it did it perfectly frankly and so i think that uh tom king and also like i implore the rest of the listeners to go read other Tom King works because he does this. He he's continually doing this for characters. He did this for Mr. Miracle, who's a character that like he brought so much humanity to he he's currently doing it now with Adam strange, which is just like another B list character who kind of, uh, bounces around the universe. But when he like, when it just goes to show that when you take the time to really dig into a character and like kind of find out what they, what they want and what they are about and, and, he he just puts on a masterclass of wow this is this these are these are the types of stories that can be told for these characters and so i think that this is uh brilliant amazing it, it is yeah. the, the the storytelling the art style
1: and you're right he he set out to tell a certain story and he nailed the landing I and mean, he nailed it like yeah. It's such a human story, and it's just it's it's done beautifully. And I just realized right now I'm such a ding dong, and I do this every episode. As I'm as we're talking, I notice things. That's a family tree, you stupid guy. Look, look, it's a digital family tree. Got him done. (laughs) No. I don't at,
0: know. I was too busy reading the book. I didn't look at the cover. He was looking at the cover of the book as we recorded this. Um, okay, and so that is gonna wrap it for this week's episode of Cameron Reads Comics. Um go check out our other episodes on Avengers Disassembled. We did a whole three weeks in a row on the Avengers, and so go check that out. I mean, is it the Avengers or is it I mean they all have to do with it, this story. It does, it does, but it's just Avengers Disassembled and then House of M and then I think this one were the ones that we kind of tackled going into this, so because it was for the Avengers game review. That's why oh, that's right. video game it that's was right. ramping up to that. that. If you want to hear more of our you know journey on that, I really implore you to go check those out. Um, you will see this on YouTube by now, so go check us out on YouTube at Cameron Reads Comics. Go give us a five star rating and review on iTunes, and I'm also on Instagram and Twitter at Cameron Reads Comics. So go check those out, uh, those places to see us. It's going to be great. And go read some comics today. We will smell you later. Bye. Oh, wait. Also, stay tuned next week for Wonder Woman 84 movie review with my buddy Jack. Um, We are going to talk about one of the more...
1: Polarizing. It
0: is. That's the word. It's a polarizing (laughs) movie. So anyways, we will see you guys later.
1: Peace.